0: watch the show anytime via our live stream on Twitch. Just go to twitch.tv slash Boston W-E-E-I. And check out W-E-E-I on YouTube for our video-on-demand content updated daily. Now, more of Gresh and Fourier on W-E-E-I.
1: You know, I've seen some of the uh, comments attached to the thought of Josh McDaniels as OC as we hit noon. And this is one of the things that people mention. Does Josh mean the return of Mac? Oh, I get it. There that's some are like, oh, it's gonna be Josh. He might want Mac again, and that would be. So there, that's it's a good a question, small though. Pocket of people because if you're if you're Josh McDaniels, you
2: look at him, you, yeah, put him up on the lift. Let me let me see what's going on. You see, and you go, you know, I can fix him. Mm-hmm. Josh probably thinks he could fix him. He was fine. Uh, I don't know. He's probably like, hey, what did you guys do to him after I left? He's like, he looked just like just like Jim Nagy was talking about yesterday when we had him on. Uh he's like, what did you guys do to him? Like when I when I gate when he left, he was this, he was that, he was he was the epitome of a leader. He was the hardest worker in the group, he was polite, he was uh coachable. What happened? Josh comes in and says, I can fix him. And then if he is the OC, he because uh, my still thing is that if you could fix them it'll 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 open up so many more doors for you it'll open up so many more doors the hell you could still draft a quarterback if you wanted to but you could really sit there and focus in on you just wouldn't do it at three
1: you just wouldn't do it at three you know and that would be where some people would and again I don't like the fact that they've been like yep you know, they're leading us, even current. hey, are they leading us to think that it's quarterback at three? He's like, yeah, absolutely, and mentioned about Mayo and, you know, the structure right now and all that kind of stuff when we talk to him on Tuesday. That's the part that drives me nuts because when you have a discussion like that or there's the thought of, hey, we already know where we're going at number three, then there is no more think of, well, what if we did this? What have we got this veteran? What do we believe in this guy? All that stuff in terms of what is the best way to sort of use your draft picks, try to reboot your offense. Um, do you try to roll the dice with Mac or do you just go, nope, we're going young guy and we're just going to assume the level of risk because at some point, isn't that where the head coach kind of has to make, where he, meaning Gerard Mayo, has to make his real long-term decision of, well, if I go this way, I can get fired quick. If I go this way, I might be able to get fired quicker or be successful quicker, or it'll take me a longer way to get there. Doesn't Gerard Mayo kind of have to eventually let his feelings known about Mac and the current quarterbacks to figure out how they're forging their path forward.
2: I, I think he personally probably already knows how he feels about him. I agree, and I, I think, think they've already knows. made up
1: their decision yeah. that it's all new down there. And so by Josh God, we're really, just going
2: new. it doesn't matter how Josh feels about it. You know, he it doesn't—they're not going to change their. Terms.
1: Okay, however, there is the you get under the hood of some of these young quarterbacks, and if you're Gerard Mayo, do you look yourself in the mirror and go? Nope, this is how everybody else is doing it, and we're going to do it this way. Or does Mayo look at it and dare to be different? Does a defensive-minded head coach look at it and see Marvin Harrison and go, Jesus, we look at the teams we play on the schedule. Half those teams couldn't stop this guy. How do we start to figure this out? I'm wondering at what point do they actually get a little intoxicated on talent coming in versus – my God! Here's the position, and there's going to be guys there, and we'll just be happy with any any one of them. That's what it feels like right now. Hey! Oh, is that done? Oh, hit the uh, breaking news! Then. uh Oh, here we go. <gasps>
0: Oh, uh, I always want to guess. WEEI is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today.
2: Can I guess? Sure, go ahead. Uh, the Red Sox have signed a, a Jordan Montgomery. No, go to You're football.
1: Funny. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, the uh, Carolina Panthers are naming Dave Canales, the offensive coordinator of Tampa Bay, their new head coach. Oh, wow, oh, man, this guy, Tepper. Wow. So Tepper's first. He can first, control him. So wait a, He can control him. You know what? Him. I think there's some of that. But so this guy, David Stupid. Tepper in Carolina, he comes in. He gets rid of Ron Rivera, who now through. I don't know if he got rid of Ron Rivera. I'm, let, me, let me walk that back. I'm trying to think of the timeline. I do believe that was right, is that. He kind of pushed Rivera out, went and made the big splash, and got Matt Rule. That didn't work. So it was, let me go get a a longtime NFL uh, veteran offensive coordinator. Here's a guy that's his second head coaching opportunity in Frank Reich. Hell, that made it a year. Now it's the, well, I hired an old offensive guy. Let me go now get a young offensive guy. Man, oh, man. So this is getting interesting. Well, because the Ben Johnson thing now, yeah. now again, if we get Baldy said, hey, I'm not reporting anything, it's his gut feel on the whole decision in waiting for Ben Johnson and all that kind of stuff. So if Carolina is off the board, now it's Seattle, Atlanta, and uh, Washington. So there's your three that are left. Somebody's
2: getting left out. And it may, uh, I think it's one of the two, two uh, the the one of the, either Mike or Bill.
1: I don't know. I think it's Dan Quinn. <laughs> I think it's Dan I Quinn. I don't know. I know he's getting the second interview in Seattle. I know they like Grable. I mean, think about this: if you're Atlanta, you just went down the road of hot offensive coordinator, head coach, elevating him in Arthur Smith. You're going to turn around and do the exact same thing with Ben Johnson because he is the hot guy now? Like, that's where I wonder. Ben that Johnson's going to get hired. Um, he's going to get hired. I'm not sure. Uh, I think he's going to get hired. No, I think the clock might run out on and Well, again, unless he is earmarked. Games on Sunday. Well, unless he's earmarked for uh, Washington. And what if they win? It's not inconceivable to think that Detroit could win this game. So, again, are are people going to – Are people? Gonna, are people sitting around and waiting for this guy? Or at what point does the clock kind of run out? See, where if Atlanta, if Baldy is right, huge if because he said not reporting it, it's his gut feel. Let's say it is Ben Johnson or Bill Belichick, right? And Bill Belichick has his staff of guys ready to go. Whereas with Ben Johnson you now have to weigh the where is he going to get his coordinators from? Who is he going to pull from? Who are the guys that are going to come with him? Because unless he – what's he going to do, raid the Lions staff? I mean, I'm sure there'll there'll be opportunity, but you can't take everybody. So So, (laughs) at what point do you look at it and be like, hey, I don't know if I can wait around anymore. My guy's got to hire assistants.
2: So uh, from Ian Rappaport, I guess the uh – the the main thing that stood out was obviously he's a he was a first year uh, offensive coordinator mm-hmm. um in Tampa and then uh, they loved the way he worked with Baker Mayfield that stood out
1: didn't they just huh, all right i, I listen I I, I I david tepper is worth 20 billion dollars again
2: dumb desperate stupid How? you do <clears throat> you just you, you, that's what happens. That's what happens. Dumb, I, loose and desperate. desperate. That's the guy. You you don't think straight. Listen. Good luck to you. Uh, Godspeed. All that stuff. Uh, the thing to me that stands out to me is Bill has a really good chance of being knocked out of this race. If he, if even if he has a handshake agreement, like Vrabel was supposedly there yesterday, met with Arthur Blank, and then flew up to Carolina last night, and then they hired this guy mm-hmm. right away today. It's not even – it's just 12 o'clock. It's not even 1 o'clock yet. I mean, did Vrabel even meet with them?
1: Seattle's just now getting around to the second interview with Dan Quinn, which makes me wonder – if Vrabel is much Dan, more the in thing. play in Seattle, they know.
0: Yeah, he was a defense coordinator. Yeah. There. I believe Vrabel was supposed to fly to the Panthers today because
2: he had his. Oh, it wasn't last Falcons night? Yesterday. Oh, got it. Okay, I thought it was last night after his. So he, So they've said, nah, he just, no, don't worry about it.
1: And the thing that we have heard is Atlanta continues <clears> to need to check boxes, NFL protocol, all that kind Doesn't of stuff. Doesn't
2: this give Atlanta a lot more leverage, too, and power? Hey, Bill, we know you want this, but.
1: Yes and no. If we
2: don't, if you don't agree to these terms,
1: well, yes and no. Um, because if it's well, number one, Atlanta can't turn back to Dan Quinn unless you've got a theory on that that I can't think of. So Atlanta's not going backwards with Quinn. So he's automatically, out. oh no, no, yeah, Dan Quinn's gone, right? Now, Dan Quinn so, I think is a strong, stronger candidate local tie in to Seattle. Seattle. Nothing but okay. success.
2: Defensive oriented. They love him up there. Won a Super Bowl lost another one, left to be a head coach, took a team to a Super Bowl, had one of the worst collapse in the history of the Super Bowl. So the
1: dude can do it. If, that's the thing. If uh, Ben Johnson is live for these jobs, he would. to me, he would be crazy not to go to Washington. I think that's the play, too. You, I think Because I think of, of the whole the 49ers and the Adam Peters connection and all that kind of... Plus, higher draft pick. Yep. And... The one thing you're not going to – now, again, if we're evaluating the sort of jobs or whatever, right? The one thing right now in Washington is it feels like the owner is like, here's my first set of guys. I'm going to put you in position. You guys go out there and go do your job. It's not like Carolina where the owner is going to be like, hey, what are you doing today? You know, Arthur Blank where the clock would be ticking. You got a new owner in Washington who's looking for some stability. So, if you're going to go in there and pair up with that Adam Peters as the GM, you're probably going to get a little bit of a longer leash. A little more runway, let's say, versus, you know, what is it? Like, where is Seattle at as an organization right now? Not even really sure. But they're 8-9, 9-8, and, nine, nine and yeah. eight, but are they just in purgatory trying to hold it together? Or do they have to eventually start to do a little bit of a teardown to be able to take three steps forward? Well,
2: Pete Carroll is staying in the building, even though, like, uh, he basically got fired. But they said stay in the building, just like Bruce Arians. And that he was trying to get the job in L.A. with the Chargers. That obviously didn't work out because they went with Harbaugh, so now he's going to stay there. And his buddy Dan Quinn, their boys, is going to interview. And if he has any kind of influence at all, like he would be pushing for Dan Quinn. But at the same time, it seems eerily similar to what the Patriots are going through right now.
1: And why would it it seems like while Pete is being kicked upstairs, doesn't that feel like a la Arians, kind of like a a consolation prize? Looks the same way. Yeah, you've done a great job. But is anybody really going to listen to him? I mean because no. if the general manager is that still John Schneider out there, that the, I think That's it still question. is, but whomever is in charge, Pete didn't have enough sway to keep his gig. So how much listening to Pete is really going on? And if like you said, if they all know Dan Quinn, is Dan Quinn going to be like Pete 2.0 for some in that organization? It is interesting. I'm I, I do still think Bill's going to Atlanta. It's just a matter of just process more than anything else. Because here's the thing. If you're Ben Johnson, okay? So I'm clearly Bill Belichick. I sit with Arthur Blank. I say, here's the group of people I'm bringing in. You don't even have to worry about it, boss. There's no picks. There's no negotiating. None of that stuff. I know I can get all these guys. I can get Judge, I can get McDaniels, and I can get Patricia. I'm bringing world championship material to your organization. Arthur Blank sits down with Ben Johnson. Hey, Ben, who are you bringing with you? What does that answer look like? At some point, that has to become a big factor for Arthur Blank, does yeah, it I,
2: I can't imagine you're Arthur Blank and you meet with Bill. Twice at dinner, at dinner, solo, just two buddies kicking back, swapping stories, you know, and you're just really just enamored. Because I think Arthur Blank is enamored with Bill Belichick and that he will probably, it's like, it's this is his white whale. I can't let him get I can't let him go. This is a once-in-a-lifetime opportunity. Even though everyone's probably like, no, 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 don't do it. It's this three years. What you gotta do this all over in three years. Yeah, but I'll have a Super Bowl. Like, and this is the greatest of all time. I'll be associated with them. Like, this, this is the partnership made that I can only dream about. I don't think the allure, I don't think that Arthur Blank can 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 quit that. I agree. Even though there probably are, are could be better options. I think Vrabel technically is a better option in a way. I I can easily make a case that Vrabel is a better option recently. Uh, But Bill, on the other hand, with that guy, that team, and Bill is probably saying, I looked at your roster. I looked at every single game. Here's what's going on. Here's how I'm going to fix it. You didn't do this. You didn't do that. You didn't do this. I'm going to do this. I can get this guy right here undervalued. I'm going to make him this. Like, You know he like Bill is the last person to ever come in just like I'm gonna wing it.
1: (laughs) Oh, you mean be collaborative and figure
2: it out as you go? And you say, with that, Mr. Blank, you will you will be iced out because I can't have you I can't have you go past the velvet rope.
1: And what you what you sell him on is the hey, listen, that's to protect you. Yeah. Let me be the guy to deal with all the heat. Yeah. You're okay, Arthur you hired a guy. I will be your pincushion. Yeah,
2: look at our look look at Robert Kraft. Beloved. Beloved. He's a he's a saint to the people up there. That's gonna be you and you just stay out of it and I'll take every single bit of criticism.
1: Oh, the steak is good. Ooh,
2: yeah. Uh, who's got some more wine? <laughs> when did the women show up?
1: Yeah, this is uh, this is definitely interesting. And there usually is a coordinator or two every year that get left at the altar. It's just kind of the... Uh, this is this is
2: getting interesting to me because it's uh, literally at by the, by the time this game is over, you really want to... I think Ben Johnson may be the one holding it up.
1: Maybe. It feels like the the Falcons are also holding it up as well. I think they've, had, I think they've had the most second interviews for whatever reason. 617-779-7937. All right, we got it hijacked there a little bit yeah, because of the uh, news of Dave Canales leaving Tampa as OC to go be the head coach of Carolina. God bless that 37- or 38-year-old guy on that one. Now,
0: now, more Grish and Fourier on WEEI And streaming on WEEI.com.
1: Don't forget, you can watch us do this show. A couple different ways you can do that. You can just go to YouTube, type in WEEI live stream. Boom, click on it right there. You can also get us on Twitch, twitch twitch.tv slash Boston WEEI. Interesting Twitch chat today. It's nothing very it, – it's so different compared to what we're talking about, for crying out loud. It's pretty crazy in there. Uh, <laughs> texters have been uh, all over at 3-7, 7 The 413 says, why is Atlanta going to hire BB? They have no quarterback, and he's a short-term hire. Well, with an 81-year-old owner, I don't know if they're going to go young at quarterback at number 7. They've done everything. They've done everything else to put pieces on offense around someone. Now they got to go get the someone, and even Kirk Cousins. And you know, I was banging that drum here. Even Kirk Cousins, in an interview, was like, what, Why would I turn down an opportunity to go play with a guy or for a guy like Belichick?"
2: Yeah, and the other thing is, uh, the whole uh, short term answer. There's nothing wrong with that. Well, yeah, I mean, look at look at Bruce Arians. Short term answer. Yeah. He was there a year, they, Brady, and then he coaches Brady for two years.
1: Short-term answer. It works. They're still, they're still going strong. Every I, I think some of the mistakes that get made is everyone looks at every organization and thinks that the plan is all similar and the same. Kind of the, rat. let's parrot the, oh, it's a copycat league. No, it isn't. In some ways it is. In a lot of ways it isn't. Every owner does business differently. All of them have different values and ideals. You know, look at the Cincinnati Bengals. I mean, they they made the commitment to Joe Burrow. Let's see how many other commitments they're willing to make. That ownership over the course of their tenure has not been – I mean, they throw out big contracts like manhole covers. Not everybody gets one. And not every organization is like that. And guys get overpaid in free agency all the time. So maybe for Atlanta it is – Man, we got a lot of good pieces, but where do we need to fine-tune? Well, the one answer we got to find is a quarterback. Because here's another thing, too. Atlanta's sitting there at number seven, I think it is. Seven or nine, one of the two. Hang <laughs> on, I have to look it up. I think it's number, if I if I remember correctly, it is uh yeah, they're sitting there at number eight. Okay. Why can't they take that pick and go get themselves a, a veteran quarterback for an organization? that might be looking for a reset or something like that. Yeah, you can do a lot with that pick and maybe go tackle, but you can also do a lot with that pick of going and dropping in a veteran to as, to highlight the whole, here's our short window, here's how we're going to do it. There is
2: a, I saw this thing uh, yesterday about uh, Russell Wilson um, wanting to be traded to the Raiders. That was his original team when the, when the trade first happened out of Seattle. But he got stuck in uh um in, in Denver. And with the relationship between uh Sean Payton and Russell Wilson, I don't be surprised if Russell Wilson gets moved. I would say probably most definitely going to get moved.
1: Yeah, I would think so.
2: Okay, but because there, there's now, so many for financial that, issues for, for that associated pick, with it. Ooh,
1: that's a lot. But I don't know
2: if he's not I don't think Russell Wilson is worth that. Like as far no, as No, like, I agree. As far as what Russell Wilson is worth now based on what happened the last two years, like his value has got to be as low as it's ever been since he
1: got into the league. I was trying to look and see where uh, Denver was at. Cause I think they actually have their first round pick. Yeah. You know, does would Peyton entertain a move uh, from 12 to eight to maybe try to go grab a QB or something like that. And move Like, I'm just, I'm trying to think of if you're Atlanta, what are the ways you can get creative versus just giving up, say, a straight second-round pick? Can you do a pick swap with another player thrown in or something like that? I'm just wondering how how creative maybe Denver might be on their end yeah. in terms of getting rid of... Like, do they want to get rid of Russell Wilson so bad they'll just take a fourth-rounder and say to hell with I it? Know. Or do they still play the game? <laughs> Feels like it. Well, because, uh, again, you know, was Russell Wilson great? No, but that's a veteran guy who someone might look at and say, all right, he could fix our problems. Hey, hey, hey Russell, <clears throat> just
2: make sure you um, you know, get along with all the players, uh make sure you ingratiate yourself with them, uh, you know, act like a normal guy, you know, have the guys over, be real personal, uh, personable like yeah, that's all you need to do. Wait, wait, what? <laughs> 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 it's like the la- it's like the worst thing he's at. The he's like that's the worst thing he's good at.
1: Could <laughs> Russell Wilson be in play here?
2: No. No, 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 no. He would Definitely upset. No, not a chance. He is. He is.
1: Uh, no. Why not? It's so different. Bill would never do it. No. No. I would say. Cl- I don't think I collaboratively don't, they wouldn't agree on. They that? They have or, the third pick in the draft. They are.
2: They're. You're going to keep Mac, or they're going to.
1: They're going to draft a quarterback. They're drafting a quarterback. Yeah, but I'm yeah, just so saying, yeah. is that at what point might they wake up and go, hey? This Harrison kid is a once in a lifetime guy. A wide receiver, he could be there for us. What are our other ways of building? Harrison this? may
2: be the one who literally dictates the board.
1: You know what? I, I it it could have been Caleb Williams yeah. had he not you know opened his mouth and put his foot in it. Yeah, I, I think you're right, but no, I I because I think the problem. I look and again, we're gonna do a lot of draft stuff. We're hoping to get out there as well. I think it'll happen. I don't know if it's the way we want. Uh, Ken, you want to give us an update on uh, that? But I, I, I think when teams start grading players and stacking the board one through whatever, Marvin Harrison, Fashanu, and maybe even Joe Alt are going to get higher NFL grades than those quarterbacks. That doesn't mean they're all going to be drafted that way, but I think when you stack the board and you break them down – I don't think those quarterbacks are necessarily going to be one, two, three on draft boards everywhere. It's more those other guys, and to that point, it's going to make it difficult. I know there is some some who say, oh, well, if Josh McDaniels comes back, Christian, maybe it means more of Mac Jones. But we've also talked a lot about how do you put these pieces together, who are people that you'd like to keep, all that kind of stuff. On the uh, Six Rings and Football Things podcast, Cadillac and Hart, they ranked the Patriots pending free agents. Okay, do you want to go twenty-four to one or one to twenty-four? Um, you want to start crossing people off early? I mean, like number twenty-four is Nathan Rourke, right? I mean, we can cross him
2: off. Yeah, I mean, do we, I don't think we All need. All right. To so
1: number twenty-three is Matthew Slater. If you're Gerard Mayo, do you actively try to recruit him for one more year? Or if you're Mayo, is that a part of the, well, that was a bill guy, so he's got to go. No, no.
2: He's, he's, he is, um, uh, oh my gosh. Who is the, he's Andre Tippett
1: 2.0. He's forever a Patriot. He's forever a Patriot. He truly is Foxborough forever.
2: Yeah. He's in the building. He's a great resource. Maybe he's a chaplain. Maybe who the hell knows, Uh, but he is, if I'm drawn, I keep him in the building and I keep him as a, as a, like a, a consultant. Almost. I pay him to be a consultant, come to work. You don't have to be here like every – you don't have to go to practices. I want you to go on the, uh, the flights, go to all the games. But you can have a normal life. You can, can you, you put your kids on the bus. You can pick them up from school. Can
1: you do that without people looking at him cross or – Who would be – who
2: are they looking at? Slater no, no, cross? Slater,
1: meaning like, nah, oh, nah, he's fine. oh, there's he's, oh there's the narc. It's just another Bill guy. No, no, no. It's another Bill leftover. He's over. too
2: godlike. He's too, like, you know, he's too, like, yeah, respected. Oh, okay and he would and if he was narking well, he would of, he would convince everybody that it's for their own good well
1: there are a lot of respected people down yeah. there who you know i
2: think the narking stuff has always gone on every coach i've ever had as a coach a new coach has already has always brought one of their own guys and we always thought that that guy was the narc like uh mangini did it um uh, uh McDaniels did it at denver he did it in in, 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 did with, it the in raiders. with the raiders too, to yeah. bring your guys you bring them, and they're they're so indebted to you that they'll tell you anything.
1: Uh, Trey Nixon can go. If, yeah, how about this? I'll just do it like that. Yeah. You can tell me if I need to stop. Trey Nixon can go. James Ferrance, we've seen enough. Christian Ellis, don't even know who you are. Oh, did you skip Riley Reef? Oh, I'm getting there. Oh, uh, he was twenty. I'm, I'm, uh, no, James Ferrance was uh, oh, Christian oh, Ellis. Oh, 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 oh okay. Sorry. Are you looking at a different list than me? Wait, do I have the same list? I, I, it's, Nathan it's, Rourke is twenty four. Slater's twenty
2: three. Yeah, Nixon, Nixon is twenty two.
1: Okay. Ellis. Yep. I don't even know who it is. Cody yep. Davis. Yep. Uh do you want Cody Davis back as a special teamer or is that a guy you can purge now too? I mean, he's thirty
2: four years old. I mean, do you, can you pay him a veteran minimum? Sure.
1: But is it someone you want? Again. Well, it a-
2: it's just it's just like it's irrelevant to me. It's like okay. it's not a big piece of the puzzle. Bingo. You know, he's the 40th he's like the fifty second or fifty third guy on the roster.
1: Moving on then. Uh Ty Wheatley Jr. Keep him around, whatever. It doesn't matter. All right, number seventeen on this list is Riley Reef. I know that you oh, wanted gone. to jump to Riley Reif. Oh, I think
2: it's done. He, he didn't do anything. He's older. He's been injured. He's not he got, reliable. I think
1: he got nine million
2: in real money. Yeah, last I mean year. They, that. There's no way you're gonna let that guy sneak in and get, grab another year and steal from you. Josh Bledsoe, I think. See you later, uh, Jalen Rager. Jalen Rager is a guy that I would definitely keep on the roster at least for now. He's definitely a camp guy. I'll see how he fits in. Right. You're gonna need some, you know, they're so gonna need some guys like that.
1: How about Alex Austin, a corner who got in a little bit last year? Figure be an easy guy to keep, probably league minimum. I figure that you could bring him back, knowing that you can cut him. Yeah, because you want the depth. Oh,
2: yes. oh <laughs> baby. Yeah,
1: number thirteen, Trent Brown. Now,
2: See you later. Don't let the door hit you on your ginormous uh, buttocks. Right now. Don't let Hold it hit on you on your ginormous, lazy, let me, it, let me mentally at least, weak buttocks.
1: Let me at least ask you this question. Trent Brown is Trent Brown. But would Trent Brown be Trent Brown with a former player as the head coach? No. Meaning Mayo possibly... New guy, new voice, African American, a lot of ways to connect with Trent Brown. Does Gerard Mayo try to figure out a way to manage Trent Brown for a year no. because when engaged, he's good for the no, team? No,
2: he's too much. It's too much work. It's too much work. We are not going to keep guys around that are too much work. I think you know who he is. They have seen him for so many years. They do not need to hope that he's going to change. He isn't. And if he does trick you into convincing you that he's changed, he's just going to like go back into his old ways. That's just who he is. That's just like so for you, you know to think trust Mayo him. You
1: could uh, figure it out.
2: Listen, if you don't think that he can figure out Mac, then you shouldn't think that he could figure out Trent Brown. I think those oh, two are the same. I, don't, I think they're the same.
1: Mm, I'm not so sure about that. And I'm a big Mac guy, but Max' performance will go up and down a little bit. When Trent Brown's dialed in, he is a top-five tackle in the league. Maybe, again, but if.
2: That's the key word. If. I know. He was like that. Uh, wait. Uh, when he was in San Francisco and the Patriots got him, then he went to the Raiders, and they it was always if. And now he's and done he it was, here. And he, he was proving you're right. Yeah, if. Yeah, no, I'm there. I think that's. I just feel like it's such a I, dangerous. Play. I said, "Are you a yes?" It's, well, because Are you it, yes?
1: Well, because I'm wondering if Mayo has the ability to connect with Trent Brown a little differently. That that is a risk worth assuming. Because the he number, can give him the why? Well, because the yeah yeah that's he, he the yeah, yeah he could or it's wants just the yeah I think it I, I again I throw it out there wondering if you're Gerard Mayo that would it, no I'll tell you that would really impress me if Mayo took that on. Because that would that would be a clear signal of I can manage him. And that at least it's for a player who, when they're right, is one of the better players at their position in the league. Moving on, Gasicki. Interesting to hear Baldinger bring up how the Rams use their wide receivers the way we kind of thought Gasicki might get used here a little bit, almost as a big wide out. He can block a corner where he couldn't block a linebacker, at least, or something like that. It never really materialized, but that did stick with me in our chat with Baldinger about the Rams and the way they use their wide receivers. Because that, that my first thought went to Gusecki.
2: I'm a knowing Gusecki.
1: Just got to get rid of I mean, him.
2: He's, he's not, you know. What do they pay him like ten, nine, ten million dollars? He's just, man, he's oh, a, man. he's more of a gimmicky guy, anyways.
1: So we need a starting yeah. left tackle, yeah. and at least one tight end. Absolutely. Miles Bryant. Miles Bryant had a good yeah. year. Got about two and a half mils. He's a solid like core player. He's a guy I think yeah. Mayo would want back. Yep. Uh, not great, but good depth. Pharaoh Brown. I think that's a an keep. easy resign. Yep. You got to keep him. Jalen Mills.
2: Jeez, uh, I don't know. What do you think? Here's the thing. What is, what is the if deal you're, with Jalen Mills? If you're
1: investing in Duggar, yeah, Mills true. is probably gone. Yeah. If Duggar... Is leaving for free agency, and I'm going to dare say one of the Mayo signings is definitely going to be Duggar. So I'm banking on that. But if not, then maybe Mills is a one-year sort of fail-safe fallback.
2: Yeah, and a big part of this is how many guys on the defense does he does he really rely on and believe in? You know, Demarcus. If Demarcus Covington is going to be your defensive coordinator, you know, you can't and you, take Dugger away you, from him, you. Then. Can't keep. Yeah, yeah, you can't. And I would even say a lot of these defensive players. Even Mills, in 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 a way, it's just the transition is so easy. The teaching is so much easier. You're not really changing anything. Mm -hmm. You're not changing anything. You know, then you backfill it with some uh, some younger players or another couple free agents. Uh,
1: Zeke Elliott, number eight on this free agent list.
2: I'm a definitely a one year guy, but I think he'll get another a two year deal somewhere else.
1: Well, if I'm uh, look, if I'm Bill (laughs) and I end up in Atlanta, which I think so, I go sign the Zeke Elliott way better than I thought he was going to be his attitude was right all that kind of stuff I don't know with Zeke like what does Zeke want now more opportunity does he want to make big money again I think there's there's a lot there uh and that's also why you need an offensive coordinator and a plan because if you're going to re-engage your own free agents like you want Zeke to come back which I would like he might ask the question well Who's gonna be the who's gonna be the quarterback? Who's gonna be my tackles? You know what I mean? There's some questions there that he could ask. Uh number seven, Mac Wilson Sr. I think he's an easy bring back. He doesn't cost a lot of money, and he has been kissing Mayo's ass on social mm-hmm. media from yep. day one. This guy, I think, is as good as gone. Joshua. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Underperform and gets hurt. Somebody will overpay yep. him. You know, uh, again, I use this reference uh, maybe too much, but he is uh, the Tully Kane of 2024. <laughs> uh, Kendrick Bourne. I want Bourne back. I like his energy. I don't think he's a bad player, and if I can get him at last year's price, I'll take him.
2: Yeah, I mean, coming off of ACL, you think he's probably going to, But he's a free agent, right? Yeah, he'd also be... Yeah, he's not going to get a lot of money.
1: He'd be a sign and stash almost, as in I'll bring him back at a reasonable number. Yeah. And then about week eight... And he I won't. might get the real Kendrick Bourne. Yeah,
2: he. Uh, yeah, exactly. It'll be okay. The last eight, nine games of the season. Let me prove it, and let me get back into the free agent range.
1: Kind of think so. You or, kinda, or it's kind of like here. his only recourse. Maybe you give him a two-year deal to be like, if we're going to invest in you this year, we yeah. want you for the other year. Uh, the other thing with because uh,
2: he should go into his natural role, which is like third
1: wide receiver. You make a good point on the the knee injury. Definitely complicates things. Yeah. for Yeah, no one's going to sign him. So there's probably you can mean in the middle somewhere and kind of make that work for everybody but on the whole if healthy I still want him back I'm not counting on him as my number one but the guy's still good you and I agree Duggar I'll tell you what Anthony Jennings had a hell of a year and I know that again it's a Bill guy but Bill sat on him and sat on him and sat on him and boom he finally stayed healthy
2: why can't he be a Gerard Mayo guy
1: well because I have been led to believe that Everything is new and collaborative down there. The players
2: players aren't aren't really associated with that. They don't don't bear the burden uh, of that.
1: Anthony Jennings was a Bill project. So that's like Bill left him on the roster for a couple of years. And we would say, why is he here? Now we saw last year why he's here. I think the guy can play. That's somebody I want to keep around. Hunter Henry's a must keep. Yeah, you don't have a choice. Okay. Mike on Wenu. Are you going a uh, hundred million? Oh my lord! For Mike Onwenu, Man, it's the price of doing business. It's about what you're looking It's it, it's it's ninety to a, I, I talked to an agent about this the other day. <laughs> With Onwenu, it is likely five to six years, and you're in the ninety to one twenty range. Is he that
2: good? I guess it doesn't matter. He's going to get that somewhere else.
1: He's not going to get it
2: here. And quite well, they honestly, have they have cash to burn. Why yeah. not? You don't have you know what? Now you don't have a left tackle. You don't have a right tackle.
1: Yeah, you kind of have a left guard. I just don't think they're going to look at the price point and think that the player's worth it. I mean, it's that well, that's simple. my point.
2: It's so somebody else will have. I mean, to,
1: again, you yeah. know, it's the whole. If I'm going to spend eighteen to twenty million, I, I and I still think that is a bill thought process. But I think it is one that the Patriots were still subscribed to. Uh, then again. Here's the way you could do it if you want to middle it. Franchise him for a year. True. That's the easiest thing to do. And I don't know what that I number.
2: What that, I was going to say
1: 27-ish. Oh, I don't think it's that high. You don't high. think it's that high?
2: So it's the average of the top three on, uh, 20, tackles 20, in the league.
1: NFL franchise. It would tags. be the right. Uh let me see here. Let me see here. Let me see if I can get some uh get some numbers on this quickly. Normally, Normally they kind of give you the uh, the ballpark of the numbers. Here we go, 2023 franchise tag numbers. Stand by. I didn't expect you to throw that. Oh, at it's not a um, big deal. Offensive line eighteen point two four. Okay, and this was off. March of 2023. But I I think probably a little bit higher. So I think what it is probably close to 20. It's a little like toony. And I know that was weird because of all the like the COVID year or whatever. And even if, say, the attack, say that O-line number jumps up to 20 million.
0: It's projected 19.925.
1: Okay, so 20 mil, but it's only one year. (laughs) So I wonder if it's one year. Keep him here for Mayo. And before people say on when it will be tick that he gets franchise tagged for a minute. And then his agent will say, "Hang on here. Oh yeah, I calculated that the uh, number will be uh, about twenty million for one year, Mike. How much you made your whole career? We might want to sign this one. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of where it lands, I think, for some of those uh, you know middle round uh, guys. So there you go. So of the uh, twenty four free agents, we are punting most of them. <laughs> we have no idea on, uh, other than it's going to be a young quarterback." Uh, Don't know who the tackles are going to be. Don't know who the offensive coordinator is going to be. Yeah, we're cooking with gas here, aren't we? Coming up, you, ladies and gentlemen, will be amazed as to what it takes to get a superstar thrown out of an NBA game.
0: That's next. Now, back to the guys. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. Got anything to say for yourselves? We
2: didn't think it was that big a deal. No big deal. It's a
0: big deal. Big deal. Nothing's a big deal. <laughs> There's no big deal. No big deal. I don't know how to put this, but kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal in New England right now. No big deal. You know
2: what? Actually, I feel like this is no big deal. Not a
0: big deal. Is that how everyone feels? Not a big deal, huh? Big deal. Who cares? Can't deal with it? Yeah, I can't right. deal with it. This is a huge deal. Alrighty,
2: big deal, no big deal. And Gresh, it's, it's not that a superstar got... Got thrown out oh, for wait, doing what? something. What? It's the power that a superstar has oh, to get somebody else thrown out. Oh, that is the you wrote a bad team. I know, I know. So that is the topic <laughs> of big deal, no big deal today. Because last night the Dallas Mavericks played the, uh, the played the Phoenix Suns and oh, uh, and the Dallas Mavericks lost one thirty two one hundred nine. But that's not necessarily, necessarily the story. The story is Dallas Mavericks, a superstar, uh, Luka Doncic and what happened to him in the fourth quarter. So I guess a fan was heckling him throughout the game, and eventually in the fourth quarter, uh, Donchick pointed to the refs because he had had enough, and he motioned to them to to get this one guy who was wearing a Suns jersey on to get him out of the game. Of course, they ended up kicking him out. This is a two-parter. First part of big deal, no big deal. Big deal, no big deal. This is what the fan said. Luca, you're tired. Get your ass on the treadmill big deal no big deal oh no big deal no big deal right why are you getting so upset why what? so why why is that such a big deal that you would literally have to point to security and the refs and have this guy ejected okay well there just happened to be a reporter sitting in the same section as this guy that was heckling Luca. Love it, and of course, doing uh, doing the job of the of the people. He asked Luca about it, and here's the back and forth.
3: I just saw it, man. It's just funny. He always seemed to be the first one to put some bad stuff about me. First of all, ninety nine percent of the stuff I've written about you has been good. I don't know. I was sitting two rows behind us. All right, so he was the only thing he was. That time he said something. The only thing. That was what you reacted to. Yeah, I was hearing the whole first half, right? Yeah. Oh, you didn't hear anything. He was definitely hollering. Okay, there we go. You, but you put out something that was just the only thing. But okay, final What was the final issue? What was the thing that? It's he- not the issue. I'm just seeing you seems to be the first one to always put something bad about me.
2: I'm not so to, to be ejected. It's
3: fine. It's all over. That's Why funny. did you ask for the fan to be ejected? Because even, he was cursing me, the whole first half too. Why,
0: why didn't you, you ask for
3: loudly ejected in the, in the first half then? Because I never would eject a fan. They pay for tickets, but I had enough. You know, it's a little bit of frustration.
1: If you turned your head and looked over at him after he said that. That's, I mean, that's what we saw.
3: Yeah, that's fine. the, the guy, the bad guy in the media, right? Oh, okay, well, you heard it. It.
2: you heard it, Gresh. Big deal, no big deal. The response,
1: the reason, the whole act. His response is a bigger deal than getting the guy thrown out. There are some instances in which an NBA player is going to have to be like, hey, guys, this guy's out of control, and you don't know whether these people are drunk, just, you know, who knows what in the world they got into the building with them. Look at Kaitlin Clark the other day. Some fan runs out on the floor, almost wipes out the best college oh, basketball player flopped. on the planet. She flopped. But still, it's and the was, whole... But that was an accident. If you're some of these guys, look, if, if it becomes about safety of your family or you, then that's where you got to jump in. If some guy is verbally giving you the business, good God almighty turn your ears off and play the game. I don't want to go shut up and dribble because that had a different connotation connected to it. But when it comes to stuff like this, you're getting hooted in the stands unless it crosses the line. Shut up and play. Uh, I'm, I'm
2: with you. I'm with you. And I, and I guess, uh, I don't know. Is there a line? I mean, the line would be, uh, you know, outright just racist comments but I would say racist for me,
1: family threats, stuff yeah, like uh, that. Yeah, of course
2: a threat. I'm going to come shoot you if you don't make this shot. I mean, he had five turnovers. He had 34 points. He, you know, so he he put some points up, but he was also a negative 22. So it wasn't like again they lost the game. But trying to explain to reporters why you wanted somebody kicked off. And uh, kicked out of the arena after saying, I don't want anybody kicked out. Uh, You know, they pay for their seats. But then I'd had enough after he said, get on a treadmill. Like, that was the final straw. You could tell. We saw it. We had it on Twitch. The whole, he was mean mugging this guy. Oh, yeah. And and somebody was recording it. mm -hmm. And then he just had enough. Right. I, I personally feel like. They should never be able to do that. They literally should just suck it up unless it is legitimately over the line. Crossing and the reporter the line, yeah. was
1: right there.
2: He was. The reporter basically called him out
1: and checked him on it. And I always love the uh, the athlete retort of the, well, we never read. I mean, we don't care what you guys say, but as soon as you get backed into a corner... The first thing you do is point at the reporter and make yeah. them the bad yeah. guy. Yeah, and how about the fact that the reporter is like, dude, 99% of the stuff I write about you is good. Yeah, yeah. that is called. Oh, now, now he's getting picked on. Yeah, that's called taking from the Pedro Martinez playbook. Pedro was beloved around here, but anytime he got into a little hot water, boy, you media people, and everybody yeah, would turn on media the media people. people. Like, like they, uh, I'm sure Luca is hoping that happens in Dallas. And where but- is he? I'm
2: sorry, I just wanted a
1: Frosty. Where is he from? Luka, yeah, is he from Serbia, Serbia or Croatia? One of those two. I, N- Nikola
2: on. Jokic was talking about like how he is just so unaffected by the crowd. Slovenia, okay. Do they have the same type of basketball atmosphere? Because uh, I don't know, uh, I'm, I'm, Jokic, I'm, I'm why, out
1: on my Eastern no, Block no, basketball. Fine. Jokic
2: was talking about, it and somebody tweeted out a picture of one of their basketball games. Yeah, and it's it's like a. Hardcore European soccer oh, match. Oh, you it showed is me insane. that. It's yeah, right insane. Oh, yeah, it's yeah. Nuts. It is crazy. like you have It's nuts. You showed me that video it's So, <laughs> yeah, so he sits there and goes, This is nothing. I thought those European basketball players were like they, they, they're unaffected by
1: it. I have made shots in middle of war. You uh, yelling at me from third row mean nothing.
2: Yeah, you telling me to get on a treadmill isn't gonna affect me. You know what Luka? I got people shooting at me. There it is right now on Twitch. That's a freaking
1: basketball game. That looks pretty fun. Right? You know what? That's uh, the one I wanna go to. You know what Luca needs? He needs a Jokic brother.
2: Ah, uh, so it is what it is. I'm just happy that we didn't play in Serbia this game. It's going to be really fun to see how it will be ended. <laughs> see, exactly. He what he's saying there guy is. guy doesn't
1: mess around. If he put it in Serbia, my brothers would have already <laughs> turned you in a motor wheel in the parking lot. <laughs> Local fan club, grab you, throw you in van. Yeah, we would have uh, run you what over. Is, this is this is how? That's insane. If we were playing in Vegas. Yeah, that's, yeah, you get that's, a that's what you're yeah, going to have Seriously. Hey everybody! Hey everybody! Jennifer will be dancing at midcourt group's doing a
2: great job right now this but this is an outdoor game at some arena yeah, they just they're, threw a Is what is that a lot of weed
1: smoke or are nah, they setting it's not off fire bombs or something?
2: fireworks that's what they do all right so uh doncic is a big baby uh jokic is not that's a big deal no big deal uh,
1: somebody in the uh, twitch chat jokic Brothers should host a home improvement show on A&E no follow those guys around where they scare the hell out of fans who do to luka you know what they do to his brother or whatever. It'll be like, oh, you want to yell? He says, "We'll sit beside you during game. You Bear, will learn proper etiquette at the NBA game."
2: There used to be a show on MTV called Bully Beatdown. Do you remember that show? Yes, I. Where do. like, because a guy that I played with was on it. Michael Westbrook was on it. He was the he was the beatdown guy fighting the bully, and it was a great premise. Like, hey, if you have an issue, you can like represent. You can you can call this guy out. Hey, you've been picking on me. If oh, hey, you think you're so tough, fight this guy. So, these knuckleheads would go into the ring, an MMA ring, with these guys and just get their
1: ass kicked. Well, the check that's was what pretty the, big. That's what the Jokic brothers should do. Oh, yeah, yeah. They should be the bully beatdown guys. The yeah, bully beatdown. There you go. Oh, well, that is big deal, no big deal. Uh, we hit the top of the hour here at 1 o'clock. Bruins lost to Carolina. Celtics in action tonight. A lot of talk about the Patriots' offensive coordinator position and... Uh, We're going to also get into from the mind of an NFL player, something that is really bothering Christian and I on the whole connecting with athletes talk with head coaches. Big final hour next.